Welcome, welcome. No, no, no. This is not a podcast. This is my inner voice. So let's be comfortable being uncomfortable. Stay for the next episode of It's Not You, It's My Inner Voice. Welcome back. This is my third episode. Thank you so much for all of you who have listened, checked, or even just sneaking a little bit in my podcast. So yes, I'm new to this platform. So bear with me while I get adjusted and I'm trying to be user friendly (laughs) in video as well as in the voice. Um, So today's topic is a quote that I have from a book that I follow. I love it. Um, it's called You Will Be Okay and You Will Be Too. So for today, we have May the Hope in Your Heart Rip Your Darkness. And for those of you who see it in the video, um, this is the quote for today. May the hope in your heart rip your darkness apart. And I chose this quote today because it is incredible how everything aligns in your world when you're open. For it. Um, so just to give you a background, my name is Diana. I started this podcast just to welcome you to a safe space where weird is cool, where authenticity is embraced, where vulnerability as well, it is accepted. Because let's be real, be you. So welcome to my life, my laughs. Yes, I laugh a lot. (laughs) I just try to take every episode of my life or people's life and then just laugh about it. Um, Because why not? It's better to laugh about it than a stuck crime where the spilled milk is, like the Americans say. And just to show you the abilities, I'm about advocate for disabilities. And because I myself suffer from disabilities, let's say the invisible disabilities. So I embrace the abilities within it, what we can do and then just move forward. And so dear human, you are your own superpower. I'm always crushing stereotypes in any type of sense and just focusing your abilities. So for the topic today regarding may the hope in your heart rip your darkness apart. It's a very deep uh, quote. Yes, I love those quotes that really makes you think deep inside and makes you question for a moment in your life and said, yes, it's good to have hope. It's good to live by either a belief, faith, whatever you call it, that being that is right there in the universe, nature, mother nature, Pachamama, whatever you call it, God. For me, it is God. I have found God since I was little. Uh, He has been in my life. And this is nothing about religion and God and anything. No, I don't want to get into it. But my experience with it has been the hope that I have had within him, the strength that that belief, that faith has given me is the only thing that has kept Like, it has grounded me as a person, as a woman, as a mom, uh, as a professional, as a person who embraces whatever is happening in life and then just say, you know what? Yes, 
we're going through dark times and it is okay not to be okay. Yes, it is a cliche. I love it. I'm sorry. I'm that type. <laughs> I'm corny <laughs> in that sense. But because deep inside, when you go through dark times like this quote has says, rip your darkness apart. It's a very deep, deep tunnel that you go through. And when you go through that chaos and darkness tunnel, whatever you want to call it, you really go through a point where you say, you know what? I'm done. I'm here. I cannot do anything else. And when you do that, it's such a revolution for yourself. So yesterday I was listening to a podcast. These two ladies, I love them. They're actresses. They're Spanish. They're from Mexico, I believe. And I love the fact that they talked about um, these dark moments that have been for them. Divorce, the popularity, the fact that they're actresses, the fact of many things, right? So they go through these dark tunnels and they were so happy about it. Like you can see the authenticity, the happiness, that it has been the pinpoint of their life, like the pivot of what they are as of right now, today. And when I went to sleep, I said to myself, wow, that takes so much inner strength, so much love within yourself, so much work. Because when you meet people that way, and you really meet the, the new, the version 2.0 of people, you can really appreciate it. And when I started this podcast with my coach, um, he told me, Diana, I want you to, to really embrace yourself, show you who you are, cry if you need to, but show the world this version 2.0. And I questioned myself into that version 2.0 because it's like, Diana... It has been version 2.0, It's like I had to start over and over again throughout my life. Um, when I was 14 and I had my episodes coming here to this country. When I was 18 and I was living by myself, I was studying biomedical engineering. And I was living by myself, working two jobs, going to FIU in the engineering department, the only women, <laughs> and you can see, you can imagine, picture this, the only woman in a room full of 70 engineers in a tough, tough field, which is biomedical engineering, because you're combining chemical and biological and medical world plus robotics, and it fascinated me and my brain, right? But I went through a dark time because I was so used to the straight A the student and being so good at the things and push myself so hard when I had two jobs, six classes, chemistry, calculus, and then um, what was it? Physics with calculus. And I failed chemistry, the class that I was top student in my high school. And, and I did um, the last two, just to give you a backside of story. I did my last two years of college, uh, my last two years of high school and college. So I was an early admission program. And I thought I had the handle of life. I'm like, okay, I'm working through this. I'm going to medical school. Biomedical engineering is my career, just a stepstone, just to a start. You know, I was very type A personality. And when I hit the wall of, I started relapsing medically. 
I started with my episodes of uh, being sick, DC, not able to get it. I used to go to sleep at 3 a.m. because I had two jobs. I used to work at FIU and the university and during the day. Then during Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, I used to work in a real estate office the whole day, managing the office or, you know, doing um, customer service and contracts and things like that. And it was an easy job, but you don't really see how your body can only take so much. And then I was taking six classes. Yeah, crazy me. I thought I was able to do it all, right? You, you think you have this superpower of like, you have the energy, you have those things. So going back to this podcast with these ladies, I saw myself into, wow, yes. Wow. Maybe my carols back, back when I was 18 was a pivoting point for me to say, hey, Diana, wake up. You're not able to do it all. You're not able to push yourself to how you used to push yourself because I used to live with my mom and my brother. Um, I had some safety net. I didn't have to work to really pay my rent, pay my car, pay my things. Um, when I came to this country at 15, I used to, I started working at Dunkin' Donuts. As soon as I gave me my social security, boom, I was working. We had a day off on Thursdays. It was the first class that we used to do that because um, Flanagan was so big. So on Thursdays, I used to work from 5 a.m. to 1 o'clock. That was my job, and I loved it. So at 15, I was able to pay my credit cards, my cards, my cell phone, my car. So I was used to it. But at 18, when you live by yourself, you go to a university, and you go to another level, and you by yourself, that was, boom, my darkness went there. It was bad. Bad, bad, bad. Uh, I couldn't take the fact that I failed a class. And I didn't fail it. I just, you know, removed myself from the class. But for me, that was failure. I was with the scholarships and a full ride to the university. And I left everything. On November, December, my mom called me and said, Diana, you got to think about it. We're not able to do this anymore. And I had that convinced me to say, you know what? Boom drop and I drop everything I drop my dream I drop my career I've moved to Orlando to literally cry it out to my parents and just because maybe I thought they were my safety net but throughout the years I had the same relapses going back start over and I didn't work through that inside pain that I had so when these two ladies that were, they were talking about divorce, they were talking about relationships, which I'm not going to get into, uh, I realized, you know what? I didn't work through the pain that I was carrying all my life. I didn't work on myself. I didn't work on the traumas that I had when I was little. I didn't work on the pain that my parents' divorce caused me for many years, for many areas in my life. I didn't work on the fact that I super focused on my grades, a straight A student, on a roll, college early, and you name it. I was there. Deep inside, it was because I was covering my own pain, my own self, and to say, you know what? I'm carrying such a burden in my life. So now I'm 35. I have two kids, and 
I have so many tools. And when I went back to a therapist that I used to go in Miami, I love her. She's such a sweetheart. And I met her through one of my darkest times again. Um, it was postpartum depression. And when I go back to her years after, years after, she's like, Diana, you're going back again into the same tunnel, into the same pain that you haven't been able to work through already. And you relapse into the same tendencies and the same things. And I'm like, I'm done. I'm so much more than this pain. I'm so much more than these feelings of overwhelming feelings and, and so much more of like, I'm not able to do it because financially I'm not able to kick it through. I'm not able to do it because I have two kids now. And it's always the excuse that we have, right? Either because we're young, either because uh, we don't have the financial uh, stability, either because we don't have a career, either because, you know what, it's too late for me. Because that, at one point of my life, that's how I felt. I'm too late for that. Yes, I have two kids. Yes, I'm only 35, some can say. But when you are a mom and when you see all these people who have done their career, they're on their age, that they're like, you know what? I'm able to take care of my kids because I've already been there, done that. And yes, it doesn't take much. I appreciate life now better. I wanted to get to that point. Motherhood for me was like, yes, I will be a mom and I love to be a mom. But when my career was done, like when I went through medical school, because that was my dream back then, right? Um, I switched to nursing because financially I wasn't able to sustain my my partnership and my partner and be able to bring food to the table. So I switched to nursing, which was, hey, one year. Let's do it. I'll work on it and I'll work through, you know, a nurse practitioner field or PA, something that is not as overwhelming. And then boom, I became pregnant, middle of nursing school. So yes, in life, we go through all these ripple effects. And networking yesterday and this week, I met people who have been in that path. They gave it all. They gave it all throughout the relationships. They gave it all because of parenthood or parents, kids. Long story short, we keep going through the same ripple effect. So I remember what my therapist said. And I said, you know what? Yes, it is time for me to change it around. It's time for me to say, you know what? Yes, I'm able to do it. Doesn't matter what it takes. Doesn't matter how and what effect will bring. But when you have hope in your heart and when you have this big belief that you are so much more than that, so much more than your circumstances, so much more than your period of time, you are able to really connect to that hope. And I'm a big believer that when you have that hope, you're able to open other doors, opportunity doors that are there for you. But sometimes we're so focused on the problem and this is what is happening to me right now. And this is what I'm going through. And you don't see the long term. You don't see the big picture. That at the end of the day, yes, this could be happening right now. But it doesn't matter. Because either way you choose right or left. The bigger effect is what you need to focus on. Is it really what I want? Is it really what I need? And if you made a mistake, hey, 
give yourself a chance to say I made a mistake because that's the only thing I knew at the moment. So in, in, in articles and in books, just to give you a kind of research material, they talk about this effect of making decisions just because that moment you felt like that was the smartest decision for you. And sometimes I bottle this because it's like the excuse that people gives me on like parenthood, for example. Well, yes, mom, you did what you thought it was the best for you and your kids. And I'm like, yeah, but that's an excuse for me. That's not the smartest decision because right now I'm paying the price for that decision. But you're hitting a wall because at the end of the day, it was what it, it is what it is. It is a decision made. You're paying the price. Just move on. Right. So when they tell you about parents, hey, you know, we have all this trauma or whatever. Now that we're more little into the, the stuff, like we have more books, more tools that our parents didn't have. Maybe they were not in the psychological career. They were not aware of all these being self, self-love and whatever they call it. So we excuse their actions by saying they made the decision according to their consciousness. And yes, it is true. After you go through the spiritual path and not blaming and then um, apologize to yourself for hitting the same wall and apologizing for anything that has happened it's not apologizing but i forgot the word you know <laughs> i'm hispanic sometimes the word is like there but i'm like i'm not able to say it in english because they're gonna be lost um so anyways when you go through this path of saying hey you know what it it is their mistake but i don't have to pay the emotional price i don't have to keep paying the emotional toll that's it i um te perdono when the word comes to my mind, I'll let you know what that means. Um, when you really go through that path and say, you know what? Yes, it is okay that they made that decision and that hurt me. But the ripple effect of that is now I'm here. What do I need to do about it? What is the journey that now I have to take and not repeat the same cycles? Do not repeat the same ripple effect that has been going through generation to generation and the next generation. And for those of us who are in that path or in that level of consciousness, it's so darn hard. I'm sorry for the language, but when these coaches and you know, spiritual people come to me and go into the deep, deep, deep philosophical way, right? And tell me, Diana, you're here to make a change. You're a warrior. <sighs> the inner voices. <laughs> I want to punch them. <laughs> Don't give me the BS. But to Diana, it's like, yes, I know you're right. Yes. What do I need to do about it? I'm in a rush. Tell me the small version of it. <laughs> just tell me the stop with the BS and then just give me this version of what do I need to do in order to not feel this way, in order to not live this stage. And the more you rush it, the more you are into that darkness. The more you want to get rid of it, 
the more you deep dive into it. Because at the end of the day, we're humans. And each of us, it's a reflection of the other. So when we go through all these um, fights or inner fights or envy or in, what can I say, in my industry, like when we push and then it's like the client doesn't even want to get there or we're in this constant, you know, pull around. At the end of the day, when we really understand that this is spiritual side of it, we understand that the other person is the reflection of what I need to work through for myself. And it's so damn hard. So the podcast that I listened yesterday, they were so good at it. And talking about, hey, you know what? I was there. I was on the darkness part. And now that I'm out, I so embrace it. So my three takeaways today, it's, it's not about questioning yourself all the time. Don't question yourself into why is this happening to me? Why does it keep happening? Why am I tangling into the same patterns or same behavior? Why? When you start asking so much why, it keeps happening to you. You keep attracting it. Have you read the attraction, the law of attraction, attraction law, whatever it's called? Yeah, you attract that. When you start saying for what, it's a total different bulking. For what am I going through this? For what am I living this pulling around? For what am I going through this disease? So personally, I will say, I'm still looking for that for what? (laughs) I'm still looking for that mission that God has given me. Because at this point of my life, I don't know it. I just go through it. I just go with the flow. Whatever it is that he's bringing on me, to my kids, I'm thankful for it. I cry about it. But you know what? It is what it is. For what? Maybe it's to help others. I met yesterday at church a lady who is going through this vertigo and vestibular migraines. And as soon as I saw her in the bathroom, holding on walls and looking at her eyes, I said, are you okay? And she gave me all this speech. And I'm like, oh, wow, was I this? (laughs) Did I come off to people this way? Wow. Now I understand why I push so many people. And at the end of the night, I realized, you know what, God, maybe that's why I'm going through this um, chronic disease. Maybe that's why you put me into a chair again. Maybe that's why you put me again in bed. Maybe that's why I bought my new walker now or my uh, baston, whatever it's called, um, cane. I'll show you my cane today. <laughs> oh. But now that I accepted it, I say, you know, for what, God? For what? 
And and I had my answer yesterday. I told her, hey, buy a cane. And she's like, no, I'm not an old lady. And I'm like, well, I have two kids. I have a rolling business back. And you know what? It took me 15 years to realize that I need something to live my life in a better way. So hopefully you don't get to the point that I am in right now. So if you don't want to see a reflection of yourself within 10 years, buy the damn cane. She laughed and then she said, okay. <laughs> and so when you focus on that for what? You will see life differently. So that's my first pill. Second pill about this made a hope in your heart rip your darkness apart. Hold on into your why. Hold on into your hope. Hold on into your faith. Hold on into whatever you believe in. Because that will bring you crownless. That will bring you so much safety net. A safety space for you to say, you know what? I need to come back to that. I need to come back into my inner self. I need to come back into that belief that whatever it is that I go through is just because it has a purpose. And when you do that, you see life differently because now you're going back into your roots, your groundness, meditate, do yoga, do whatever it takes, but don't let yourself go back into the patterns that you don't want to. Don't let yourself go into the habits that you used to have, drinking, vaping, um, screaming, yelling, I don't know, you name it. The bad habits that sometimes we get when we're so frustrated, when we're so into the end point of things. Don't go back to it. One of my tools is to use music. Use your tools to your advantage. We have so many tools nowadays. And my third tool takeaway, don't rely so much in the technology into this hype and things that we're hyper-connected. Yes, I sell social media. I love social media. But when you're so hyper-connected, you are disconnected within yourself. And when you lose that connection within yourself, you start acting out. You start following the wrong crowd. You start following the wrong habits. You start doing the things that are not yourself, not your essence. So if you take something out of all this paradigma life or this podcast is, I hope that what you take within yourself is yourself. Sometimes you need to let that shit go, whatever it is, and find yourself. Find the inner love. Love yourself so much that you're able to move on and you're able to really work on that resilience, work on that inner power, work on that superpower that all of us have. That is so difficult to find nowadays. COVID, lack of jobs, lack of work, lack of anything, you name it. Work on yourself and you're going to see so much more. So I'll leave you with this. Hope you like it and share it. I hope um, this brings us something to your life. This 20, 30, 45 minutes of three pills takes away. And just remember, it's not you. It's my inner voice. This is not a podcast. 
Because my inner voice, my inner voice, my inner voice.